0: This is Season 1, Episode 19 of the Small Scale Life Podcast. Happy birthday, Small Scale Life. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. This is Season 1, Episode 19, and this is a Just Tom show. It's just me. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. It's just me today talking to you. Um, I've been having a lot of guests on lately, and I just wanted to sit down and kind of talk a little bit really didn't have anyone lined up today but it's it's long overdue that we kind of sit down and talk a little bit about small scale life the blog and podcast and all those good things especially since small scale life turned one it was its first anniversary on october 16th so um it's it's overdue that we sit down and kind of celebrate a little bit about where we've been and and where we're going with this uh this whole this whole platform if you will um I created Small Scale Life about a year, a little over a year ago, and really wanted to develop a platform that would look at gardening. It's kind of a little bit of into homesteading a little bit, uh, some frugal living, healthy lifestyle, sustainable lifestyle, and having a little bit of adventures along the way. Um, you know, going on trips, showing you where we're, what we're doing, where we're going. And uh, I'm really grateful that we've had such a great response to this kind of platform, this kind of blog. Last time I looked, just today, uh, we're over 4,000 people have downloaded this podcast uh, and the Healthy Lifestyle podcast. So that's pretty cool. We're getting anywhere from 20 to 100 uh, people per day. And depending on the post, of course, sometimes a They really skyrocket up, like when we had the plant charmer on, or talked about vertical gardening. We had some really good response there, and we could have up to five hundred people on the blog a day. You know, Twitter, we're over two thousand people have uh, followed Small Scale Life, and also we're over, we're about uh, eleven hundred, almost twelve hundred people on Instagram, and almost five hundred people on Facebook. So there's a lot of people that are tuning in to this. So this thing that we created so thank you everyone for doing that it is pretty cool it is really cool and thanks to people like drew sample and scott hebert um also uh my friend jay jay dolan and uh gosh all the great guests we've had bren haas and and um geez just everybody it's been great uh kevin Geary, we just had him on uh khalid the uh, the plant charmer gosh just some really fun people on the podcast. But this isn't all about the podcast. This is more about the blog. So, yeah, Small Scale Life is a year old. Happy birthday to us. And uh, just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about where Small Scale Life came from. Um, I started blogging about a year ago, or actually in 2014. I started blogging in 2014 with a little blog called Small Scale Gardening. And that blog is still there. The purpose of that blog, um, I started gardening when i was back in in illinois around the crash of 2008 2009 and i wanted to as as i was gardening and, and trying my little experiments in the backyard i realized that you know some of that knowledge that my dad and my grandparents had disappeared when they passed away how did they do things why did they do things a certain way and as my brother and i started making wine uh, homemade wine we were kind of like well even homemade sausage we're like well how did grandpa do it I don't know let's figure this out ourselves but it would have been nice to have and we did have some recipes and things but it would have been nice to have um, some direction Uh, and I figured you know I've got two boys they're Uh, 18 and 22 and they have no interest in gardening and what i'm doing in the backyard and in the middle of the night with a pot of steaming water and cans floating around in there uh, they have no interest in that right now Uh, i think their friends are nervous of me that i'm doing something back there uh, that was worthy of walter white but trust me i'm not just making pickles or salsa really trust me but i wanted to have something that they could come to if something would happen or or just years down the road that there would be some kind of documentation something for them to grab onto. Well, why did dad do this this way? Well, here's kind of why. He thought it was cool or or he read this somewhere and oh yeah, okay. This is why he tried this and okay, that didn't work, but this did. So, I wanted to develop kind of an information warehouse for them about gardening and canning and Winemaking, so I started the blog in 2014. Small scale gardening, and that coincided with uh, a couple of years. We were up here and and started gardening and clearing out some things in this rental property, and uh, it was kind of fun. It was a really good learning experience. I kind of felt like the first time when I first opened up the blog and and had that holy holy shit moment where (laughs) I, uh, I started looking at themes and I've got this, this, this thing and what do I do with it? And now we've got to add stuff to it. And, uh, and it was a little overwhelming, but over time, and then the whole social media thing. I mean, I wasn't on Twitter, I wasn't on Instagram, I didn't have a Pinterest, I didn't have Facebook, I didn't, I didn't have any of that stuff. And it was just learned by trial and error. So it was a lot of fun. It was a really good learning experience experience for me. And um, it was it was actually it actually performed pretty well. Even today, I haven't posted anything since July of July of this year. But it was still, during the heat of the season, this growing season, I was getting a couple hundred people per day were looking at the site. They were looking at the hybrid rain gutter grow system articles. So, you know, it was a fun little site and a lot of people uh, jumped on board the platform. That's where, you know talked about those numbers of people that are visiting small scale life. Well, a lot of that platform used to be small scale gardening. So all that infrastructure, I just changed over to small scale life when the time was right. But, um, it was a great way to learn. It was a great way to start. And I have a same kind of love for that as, as your first car or your, your, uh, your first house or, you know, your first piece of property, you get a little bit of a, you got a little bit of love there for it. And, uh, you know, it's still there. I'm trying to decide what to do with it. Uh, I could turn it into an aggregator site where I'm pulling articles from other um, other websites, including Small Scale Life, about gardening. And uh, that's one path forward. Um, it would be it would be truly a warehouse of information about gardening. I could close it. I could even redirect it to have people come to small scale life. I don't know. I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. Uh, we'll just see where this goes. I mean, small scale life is the platform now. That's where we're going. That's where I'm going to spend my energy. And, uh, we'll just see what happens with small scale life, but it was a great learning experience. Just really fun. And, uh, and I appreciate the experience I learned there at Small Scale Gardening. So all you people that have <laughs> followed us from Small Scale Gardening, thank you. Um, thanks for being on, the, on, the, on board uh, this train and let's go forward, right? As I was doing Small Scale Gardening, I wanted to figure out a couple things about myself. One, if I was writing about it, about something, that meant that I was actually kind of forced to do it. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about getting healthy. Um, Wanted to talk a little bit about you know getting out of debt. Wanted to talk a little bit about. I want to talk about more than just gardening. And I felt kind of restricted with small scale gardening. At the same time, last year we had you know we had some some family issues. um, Spent a lot of time in Colorado Springs looking for Danny, and uh, just decided at that point that with that experience. Uh, life was too short. Our small-scale life is is finite. We only have so much time on the on this earth. So why not live a less stressful, a more sustainable, smaller-scale life that we can really enjoy? You know, so many people, and you've seen the memes on Facebook and other places. You know, live a life that you don't need a vacation from. You know, and and really that kind of resonated with us and. It's just it gets too crazy. It gets too crazy in life. You miss things, and I learned that a lot through my through my career. Um, went to the University of Minnesota, graduated as a civil engineer. You know, I wasn't the best student. I engineering school is difficult. It's really hard. But uh, I wanted to be a success, and I want to be successful in business. And I figured it well. If I'm not going to be the best student, I'm going to be a really good worker. So I went to work. As a consultant, I, uh, as I tell the kids in the Operation Lifesaver classes, you draw a line from essentially Indiana all the way down to the Gulf. I've worked in every state in the West except Montana, and that means I've managed projects or done work in every state in the West except Montana for the railroads. And um, I, I wanted to be a hotshot consultant, and then I was uh, changed and became a light rail manager on a $2 billion project. And those things are very stressful in the gra- in the grand scheme of things, really stressful. So, you know, especially after last year, decided to uh, reduce that stress, change paths, not do that life anymore. It really was light nights at the office, a lot of meetings all over the country, traveling all around the country. There was one June I was only home for, I was only in the office for like three days. Otherwise, I was traveling over the country. You know, I I know the high stresses of management, managing people, that can be difficult, really difficult. And you end up missing events in life because you have deadlines, you've got client demands, you've got travel, you've got things going on. So you miss things. So um, really last year was was a big breaking point on all of that. And really, you know, when you're uh, sitting in a mall for hours and uh, looking for a needle in the haystack, you start to think, you know, what, what is important in your life? You know, why do you need all that stuff? Why do you need that pressure? Um, why do you need that stress? Is there a different way you can approach it? Is there a different way? Is there a better way that you can find happiness? And can you achieve a less, less stressful and happier, richer life without all being the big hot shot? Do you have to be the big hot shot all the time? And the answer was no. I mean, I don't need all that. I really don't. I don't need it. I don't need to be management. I don't need to manage people. I don't, to be happy and successful. I don't need those things. Um, I really wanted to break the cycle. You know, you, you have stuff and then you buy more stuff and then you go into debt because of the stuff. And then you have to work more to get out of the debt. Maybe you work two jobs, maybe three jobs, maybe have a side gig. I don't know. It's whatever you're doing to get out of debt. And then you spend more because you're running around between a couple jobs and you're eating out and, Uh, Your car breaks down, you're spending more because you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off. So then you buy more stuff and then you go into debt, (laughs) right? Then you work more and then... You spend more and then something happens and then you buy more. It's just, it's a never ending cycle. So can you break that cycle? That really is what we needed to do uh, because we've been caught like a hamster on the wheel. You know, there's times I felt in Illinois when the crash was happening, a crash of 2008, like I'm just the hamster on this wheel spinning, spinning, spinning to pay the banker or to pay the mortgage. And and is that necessary for this nice beige prairie palace? I mean, it's a nice house, beautiful house, great neighborhood, but is it worth it? Can I do this better? Can I do it different? And I think I can. And so decided to kick off. I think I talked with Julie quite a bit about it and decided to launch Small Scale Life. And that was right around the time when I changed to my current job. You know, in my current job, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a manager, but I don't manage people. And uh, it's a job that suits me. I get outside and walk around and inspect things and and uh work with people and and it's great i go into classrooms i teach kids about safety and uh it suits me so well that was the start so start small scale life kind of kick off with a day one at the new job and day one on small scale life and uh one of my first posts i went back to illinois back to the town we lived for nine years and and talked about being down there in chicago it was it was fun traffic wasn't fun but uh it was nice to go back and see people and and write about that and, um, you know, walk on some of the paths that Julie and I had walked on when we lived down there for many years. So, um, yeah, so we launched Small Scale Life about a year ago and really, um, it, it, it really was, was focused on, um, you know, developing that sustainable small scale life, you know, okay. we're going to do it through the healthy living, the gardening or homesteading, you know, having adventures along the way, healthy living. We're talking about, you know, some of the frugal living. We haven't gotten into that yet. Debt reduction. We haven't gotten into that yet. We are. That's plans for the future. Um, but um, yeah, we wanted to to open it up a little bit and uh, and add more add more to the platform. So, um, you know, it's, it's not perfect. Things aren't perfect. Um, there's a lot uh, that we want to do. Uh, we got a lot planned, but one of the big things that we started this year was the podcast and I've really enjoyed it. Uh, gosh, we've got, um, well, this is 19, uh, 20, 26 episodes now between the healthy lifestyle podcast and the uh, small scale life podcast. So 26 episodes, um, we're on iTunes there. So that's pretty cool. And blueberry's got its own, uh, blueberry where I host it that we've, we're publicized there. I'm going to get it on stitcher soon. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's really, it's part of, what small scale life is it's a chance to talk to other people why i did it is i wanted a chance to interview other like-minded people people that had started down this path towards a smaller scale life to a sustainable life and they're doing it through homesteading or market gardens or you know doing whatever they're doing is something most, if you notice that um you know Charles Hugh Smith he's doing a gardening he's doing his his blogging and his he's writing books um in San Francisco area but you know he's he seems to have a pretty good sustainable life with his gardening and his peach cobbler and all those things so great guy to talk with uh Bren Haas you know she's living in her rural area in in Ohio Drew Sample is in Columbus but you know he's trying to um live a smaller uh a more sustainable life too. And, uh, with his urban farm and, and, uh, Scott Hebert with his urban farm and, and Jay Dolan, he's going there as well. He's trying to get out of the, uh, out of that urban environment and get to the rural spot and, and start his world, so to speak. So, uh, that's really why I started the podcast is talk to those people, see where they are. Um, I've got other great interviews coming. Greg Burns. I know you talked about being on there, John Matheson. He's over in, uh, Wisconsin. Talk to him, Uh, Nate Cole in Michigan, Um, you know, get some great people on there uh, yet. So uh, we're just getting started. I'm pretty excited about that. And really what I'm doing is I'm building a network of friends, building a network of friends and interesting people and people collecting as I, as someone uh, once told me, pulling these people together as resources and learning from each other. Really? How did they do it? Is it working out for them? What would they do differently? So I'm pretty, it's pretty cool. It's kind of fun. You know, another thing is, it's another skill doing this whole podcasting thing, learning how to work this, this board and the, and the recording tools and the editing tools. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff. I'm learning as I go. And sometimes I, uh, I make mistakes, but that's the best way we learn, you know, is to make the mistakes, try new things and learning from the failures. You know, if everything was successful, we wouldn't learn anything. Uh, If you noticed in Episode 7 of the Healthy Lifestyle Podcast with Kevin Geary, my mic was doing some strange things, and I'll figure that out. But, um, you know, that's part of learning. This is all part of learning, and uh, it's been so fun. I'm really looking forward to to the upcoming interviews. It's great. It's a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to getting out in the field a little bit, too, going to a couple farms, interviewing some people. There's some hop farmers here in minnesota and wisconsin that i love to talk to and see what they're doing there's some other folks uh that are farming or have their uh their rural apothecaries let's talk to these people what are you doing how did you get here what how did you figure this out so um it's cool it's really cool there's a lot of great stuff planned one thing about small scale life that we have not really touched on or talked about on this podcast or even a blog post um i kind of developed it in small scale gardening and that's where these ideas these core principles came from is small-scale gardening um, modern stutter i was thinking about these things in a, another blog modern stutter kind of rolled out their core principles and and i was surprised because mine uh kind of aligned with theirs which was really interesting i love those guys are good guys dave greech and those guys um but i developed eight core principles for small-scale life and it's you know, I, I haven't even looked at them in a while, but they've always been in the back of my mind as we develop the podcast and develop these, these posts. And it really, that's how the categories on the blog were developed as well. If you look at the About page on Small Scale Life, it'll be a little bit, bit of Welcome to Small Scale Life, what is Small Scale Life about, and then the core principles are the next category. And we'll just kind of walk through those a little bit and talk about them. Number one is learn new skills. That's a real big deal here at small scale life. Learning new skills, gardening can be considered one. This podcast is another kind of skill. Even the weight loss and and you know how to exercise and how to develop a better relationship with food, like Kevin Geary talked about in episode seven of the Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. Learning skills that is very important. If we don't learn anything, then what are we doing, right? Learning skills makes you more valuable, more, you can do more. And that's really why I started small-scale gardening way back in 2014 is I felt that we didn't know how to do anything, right? We didn't know how to garden. We go to McDonald's, we go to Trader Joe's, we go to Whole Foods, you know, we don't grow our own stuff. So, you know, learning skills is very important. So that's why. You know, that's where the gardening came from, the canning, the food preservation. Um, you know, I didn't know any of the uh, winemaking. That's where that came from, too, is learning skills. It's a big key. That's the number one uh, core principle is learning skills. And there's a lot that I don't know, and there's a lot that we're going to explore here as we move forward. You know, gardening might turn into more homesteading stuff as we move to a rural property and get some chickens and a dog and, you know, or ducks or whatever, you know. I mean, I've even heard goats and a, and a cow. I don't know what to do with those. I've never I've never had those before. I don't know what I'm doing, but um you know, that's part of learning new skills. How do you take care of these? How do you keep them alive, right? What do you do with the eggs? How do you process them? I don't know. I just eat them, right? I go and they're in a container and pfft, we're good. But uh there's a whole lot more to it. Number 2, lower the cost of one's lifestyle. Minimize your footprint again, this is where frugal living comes comes into play, home economics almost you know gardening certainly is a factor there. yes, there's initial outlay there's outlay for seeds and water, but um you know in the end, you get a bunch of a bunch of tomatoes or cucumbers or potatoes for pennies. You know, just for a few pennies, you can get a whole bunch. So that's one way the lower one's lifestyle is grow it yourself. Another way is budgeting, you know, frugal living, budgeting, putting, telling your money where to go, just following, you know, we're friend, we're, we're fan, big fans of Dave Ramsey here. So, um, you know, don't go into debt. That's number three. So two and three limiting debt and staying debt free and lowering the cost one's life lifestyle. Those go hand in hand. So and then all those three, those two also go with learn skills, learn how to budget, learn how to put your money in the right spot, learn how to fix stuff. Yeah, I'm not the greatest with that mechanically, right? There's some things I just don't know how to do yet, but that's why we have YouTube, I guess. And Jay Dolan talked about that in a recent, uh, uh small scale life podcast, you know, learning, getting people that know how to do things, putting them in your life and then going to fix stuff. So, uh, that's another uh, core principles, eliminating debt and staying debt free, telling your money where to go, develop your budget. Um, you know, maybe you're buying some bulk stuff, right? Maybe you're buying the big pork loin for 10 bucks and then having five meals, three meals out of it. That's huge. Number four is conserving and controlling resources, your, your water, energy, and transportation. I, I, I was thinking about this, uh, particularly with, um, in a homesteading context, or, or even your house uh, with like rainwater, you can you can capture rainwater and use it for gardening or watering your lawn or watering shrubs or trees. I mean, you can you can do some of that uh, energy. You know, um, what if you have a windmill attached to a pump and you're pulling water up that way or solar power? Um, you know, there's a whole. There's a whole world of, of options out there for energy and transportation, you know, biking, walking, there's a whole, whole bunch of ways to control your resources. It's not always to buy a new pack of water uh, at Sam's club, or it's not always going and filling up your tank and, and driving everywhere, even though I do a lot of driving, but um, there's, there's ways you can conserve and control your resources. You can take, Food scraps and make compost out of it. You can you can take grass clippings and, and put them in your compost pile. You can take leaves and not just send them off to the city's waste lot. You can put them in a compost pile and and do something with that. Um, you know, we just need to think a little more. Tree falls down, cut it up, use it for firewood, even for your for having fires with with your family and friends. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things we can do to to reverse kind of the throwaway society we have number five we talked about recently with drew and and also jay dolan um gathering and maintaining your tribe no one wants to be alone no we weren't built to be alone humans we've always had groups little families uh, all throughout our history um the sad thing is a lot of particularly men uh we aren't we don't get together as just a bunch of guys. We don't get together and do things. And it's really important that we, we do have a set of friends. We do have family. We do have friends, gather them close and keep them close to you, do things together. Um, you can also, you can share resources, you can learn from each other. Um, there's a lot of things you can do when you're with a group of people. Uh, that's why I was so excited to hear about the, uh, the uh, Hogtoberfest out at Nature's Image Farm, uh, Greg Burns and Drew Sample and Michael Jordan and Scott Hebert and, and a bunch of these guys um, were all out in Ohio. Rob Kaiser, some of these other guys were all out in Ohio. Um, and yes, they were butchering hogs, but man, it was a great experience for these guys to talk about bees, uh, learn how to butcher hogs, uh, look at turkeys try each other's mead and beers and, and have some really good food and, and just come together as a group. It's really important. I think a lot of people are missing that. And whether it's, you know, even if you go to a, a big mega church these days, they're always pushing the small groups, get together in small groups, be in small groups, because I think a lot of us are isolated these days. We're on the run. We're going to the kids traveling sports. We're going to school. Uh, we're going to our jobs. We're running to the store We're running to go to church. We're running to go see our grandparents. We're running to, I don't know, walk the dog, walk down the path, try to get some exercise, do all that stuff, fix our house. You know, we're always running. We're always on the go. And sometimes you need to just get together with a group and, and sit around a fire. You know, there's something, there's something about that. Sitting around a fire, telling stories, relaxing, unwinding, um, there's something comforting about the about a fire. there's something comforting about running water. These things are they they speak to our soul. so I think it's real important to gather and maintain your tribe. I think that's really important and something that's lacking in this modern plastic fantastic Facebook society, you know. Number six is establish, establish roots in the community and be useful to others. That really ties together five and six, gathering your tribe and establishing roots in the community. Um, again, don't be in isolation. Be part of the community. Be part of it. Uh, Curtis Stone talks about this. Curtis Stone from Green City Acres and Profitable Urban Farming. He talks about the the social equity, the experience he has doing his urban gardening where people walk by and they get very interested and excited because they see production on that scale. They see him doing stuff. They see what was an old lot filled with drug needles and garbage has turned into this lush garden with greenhouses and, and production on it. Um, you know, there's a real benefit to the community. He's part of it. He's talking to people. He's helping people. Um, you know again we don't want to be in isolation we want to be in the community we want to be a part of it you know and so you build your group of people and you're also in the community and and i can say honestly that 5 and 6 gathering the tribe and establishing roots um, I've been in kind of a temporary status. Yes, uh, I've got some, but I was kind of waiting till we had our roots down in a place where we wanted to be before I really got into that. And uh, bad on me. I should have been uh, working better on five and six. And, uh, you know, that's something I'm going to be working on. And I think um, if you've been part of the... Um, small scale gardening group, or even the Minnesota, Wisconsin region agriculture group on Facebook. Those are two Facebook groups. I've started to try to pull together some meetups, you know, when I'm going on my trips or when I'm in a certain area, I'll try to do some meetups, meet the people. That's going to be something that we're going to do in 2017 is try to get out and meet people, meet everyone or not everyone, but as many people as I can. (laughs) It's going to be tough to meet some of you in Russia and Australia and, and China and some other places. Thanks, all you guys from all over the world that, uh, that like our stuff. But I'm going to try to meet a bunch of you when I'm out and about. It's, it's important. Uh, seven is take control of health as much as possible through exercise and diet. It's funny. Seven and uh, episode seven of the HELP podcast, the Healthy Lifestyle podcast with Drew Sample and Kevin Geary. Um, yes. This is huge. That episode, episode seven with Kevin Geary, was huge. That was eye-opening and life-changing for me. I have been doing a lot of thinking about that podcast. What he said, you know, what he said was so different than everything I've been on. I've been on um, Weight Watchers. I've done Body for Life. I've done the 21 Day Fit. Um, been My Fitness Pal. I've just tried stuff on my own. You know. I've done this, uh, clean in 13. I think it was another one. I don't know. Um, or lean in 13. I, uh, there's been a bunch of them, you know, and, um, what Kevin was talking about with, uh, your eating your movement and your living those, just that whole concept, you know, that were so beaten up by these, by the health industry and, and, uh, the diet industry and all the, the fitness industry. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that's been piled on and piled on and piled on but it really is kind of simple and um it just was really eye opening that is a great podcast i really really suggest that you read that uh, listen to that um again my mic was a little off and i'm real low in there but man the content i mean just listen to Kevin don't listen to me listen to Kevin he is awesome and he's really got a lot of information i'm going to be digging more and more into his program I think that is that just speaks to me there's a lot there but um, we started the, uh, the drew and I started the healthy lifestyle podcast really to talk about to keep each other accountable and, and now we're starting to pull some people into it and talk about some things we've run some fitness challenges and and some weight loss challenges here with our family and some friends and um, you know those have been good but having this focus that Kevin had, That's going to be a game changer. That's going to really change things. Instead of counting calories to actually try to build, uh, try to fix my. Relationship with food, try to fix my mental approach to this because it really all is mental. It's diet, it's mental, it's there's a whole lot there to unpack, but <laughs> I'm still unpacking it all and I'm still listening to the podcast over and over again. And I know a few of you, a uh, few others have too. I've gotten some really good feedback on that podcast. Uh, I might even have to have Kevin on again because it was so powerful and so good. There's just so many aspects of that. Go to rebootedbody.com. They've got uh, two uh evaluations one on your um, your um, the the diet industry and your diet another one on cravings there's two programs there so check that out go tech take a look at it go look at his stuff he's got a great podcast he's got good youtube videos go to check out his stuff i can't can't say much more about that but it doesn't help us it doesn't help us it doesn't help me it doesn't help you it doesn't doesn't help any of us if we're sick if we're overweight if we can't move our knees are hurting our back is hurting all these things our neck is hurting it doesn't help us if we're not well so taking control i want to be here as long as possible i'm 43 and i want to be here as long as possible so we need to really take control of health and uh, fix that relationship with food fix fix us you know as much as possible so number seven has really become a huge part and uh, if you do look at the posts here on small scale life there's been quite a few of them about all about health and what i'm how i'm working out and you know all uh, the healthy lifestyle podcasts and there's been a lot about that it's kind of uh it has taken quite a few posts here but uh um, I'll talk about that in a minute, but uh, yeah, number seven is been big, big, been big in 2016, and then lead by example. Uh, when I initially started small scale life, it, um, it was going to be the learn do lead was my little tagline. Instead, it's learn do grow, and um, you know we lead. You know, so many people in this world are are working their job, and then they come home, they eat dinner, and they sit and watch uh, the Voice or uh, the Walking Dead or something, and they're just exhausted. You know, they're just tired, and they don't they don't do anything, and uh, or they're running to games or they're doing other things. But um, you know, if we can get into production, if we can do some really cool stuff, gardening wise, or or you got a really cool skill, and you're you know part of your community, we you know, people see that and they're attracted to people who are doing things, who are learning things and, and teaching. So, um, we lead by example, uh, that's core principle number eight. And that's kind of why I started small scale life too. You know, that's why I went to a couple, a few classes, uh, this year, uh, around, uh, earth day and then Arbor day. And I was teaching about gardening and we're going to do that again this year. It was so much fun to have the kids put their hands in dirt. Put it in a cup. Put some bean plants in there. I got some great feedback from the classes uh, that they actually got beans. They grew beans from from our little experiments in class. You know, I got to teach them about soil and the sun and and the freedom of planting. I mean, you can plant in anything. An old boot. Uh, I've seen it in a bathtub. I've seen it in uh, a toilet bowl. I've seen people. Um, in in shoe organizers like the plant charmer had and gutters like in my backyard or old meat trays from uh from sam's club after you eat all the lunch meat out you got this this container i mean there's so much freedom red solo cups plastic styrofoam cups i mean all kinds of stuff you can grow food anywhere but uh it was so much fun going in and teaching these kids about that they've i you know even the rural Community. So they hadn't had the freedom to put their hands in dirt and get a little dirty and put some soil in a cup and put their finger in to make a hole for the seed and drop that in and watch it grow. I mean, how cool is that, right? So, um, yeah, we lead by example. We go and do good things. We go and, and teach other people how how we're doing this stuff. So those are the core principles behind small scale life and small scale gardening. That's really developed under small scale gardening. Um, You know, I'm going to be honest. I haven't followed all those. I talked about gathering my tribe and establishing roots in the community. I mean, I, I haven't always followed those principles. I I'm learning as I go. I'm a work in progress. And uh, you know, for many years uh, you know, I was uh, doing the workaholic thing and, and doing the people pleasing thing where I was just, you know, working for the corporation or, or doing my thing to try to get something done. And I really wasn't uh, concentrating on these principles. And hence, my got overweight and and uh, got into debt. I mean, all these things kind of tie together. It, it, and Julie keeps telling me that these things are tied together. You get your budget under control. You get your life on, you get your exercising going. And, and just some of these things start to to get momentum. Just because we fail doesn't mean that the game is over. It's never over. It's never over. We can always, we can always change. We can always pick ourselves up. It's not easy. It's not easy to change. It's, uh, it's hard. It is hard, you know? Um, but if you keep pushing, if you have that end, that long game in mind, Kevin Geary talked about this, the long game in mind, you know, just because we make a mistake, um, and have, a bunch of Doritos. It's when you, you know, have a snack and it's a bunch of Doritos or have a beer, you know, or, you know, spend a hundred bucks on a shirt or, you know, it's not over. It's your game isn't over. The life isn't over. You've made a choice. Now it's time to deal with it. You can, keep moving you got to keep the end game in mind you know you just can't say well i you know we're going to keep the end game in mind i'm just going to do whatever i want but you have to you have to have some discipline there you've got to keep the end in mind you got to keep progressing you can't get down you know things are going to happen you're going to get knocked back and and you know i've done a Podcast or two where I was frustrated, you know, I was frustrated that my weight loss had plateaued out and I wasn't pushing through it. I was frustrated that things weren't happening the way I thought they would, and I did a couple podcasts about that. But uh, you know, you got to keep the long game in mind. You know, I would love to have five thousand people listening to this podcast, but you know what? I've got I get about two hundred per per episode, and that's pretty cool. That's really cool. So. You know we're on the right path, guys. We're on the right path, and that's the whole thing: is keep the end game in mind, stay on the right path, and we'll get there. We are gonna get there. Really, that's uh, that was my message. <laughs> that was my message. It's a lot, a whole lot of you know. This blog is is really, it's really starting to pick up. You know, the podcasts are are coming fast and furious. Uh, we're gonna try to do healthy lifestyle. Once a week, uh, the small scale life, at least once a week or once every other week, Uh, we're going to try to get some new guests on and have those folks on, check in with people. You know, it's going to continue to document our journey towards uh, developing that sustainable life, small scale life. We're going to be talking about moving to, you know, where we're going in the future, just. We're really going to be documenting, okay, we're living in the urban environment right now. We are just a block away from Minneapolis in a sub first-ring suburb. In a year, we are moving to a rural town, something we haven't done yet, you know, a smaller town without all the big city resources. We are going to be shredding our rent And living in a smaller town to see how that works. It's really going to be kind of a green acres, right? Um, We're not moving to the farm yet, but it's our stepping stone. We need to do that to get our war chest to make the next step, which is buying that homestead. So it's our stage plan. And we're going to walk you through all this. It's going to be quite the process. You'll be there as we're getting rid of stuff, as we're putting stuff into storage, making decisions about what we're going to have in a smaller place. The boys are going to be going to college and doing their thing. So Jules and I are on our own. We're going to be without kids for the first time in oh, 22 years or so. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a heck of a story. And uh, and then once, we're th- once we get there... Uh, we're going to be looking at properties. What are we looking for? How are we going to find it? How are we going to afford it? So we've got all that coming up. other thing I'm kind of, I'm, I'm really interested about, uh, Jules is going to start plugging in. Julie is going to start, uh, plugging into the podcast she's going to start plugging into some of the postings so and she's going to be in pinterest (laughs) she knows pinterest i have not been keeping up on my pinterest so she's going to be uh, working on pinterest and uh you know we do have a pinterest site for small scale life but uh, she's going to kind of control that so that'll be good there's going to be a lot of uh there's going to be some changes. So, uh, and some more posts from a different angle, you know, she's going to be talking about frugal living and, uh, and she's going to be talking about, um, budgeting and, uh, you know, we'll see where else um, the weight loss journey stuff. She'll jump in there too. Cause she's really interested in that and the adventure as well. So it's going to be fun. You know, it's, it's not going to be just me, <laughs> And I'm going to have to get over that. I'm going to have to figure that out, too, because it's just been me uh, doing these posts and and podcasts and that kind of thing. Uh, So I'm going to have to give up control a little bit. Oh, no, Uh, I might have to keep small scale gardening just to uh, put gardening stuff there because I can't always uh, interview gardeners and stuff. Right. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, So that's one big change coming up, Uh, you know, with the new equipment um we're gonna really i've got a bunch of videos that are going to be uh coming up onto the youtube site i've got garden updates okay they're a little dated but it'll be kind of fun um so i'm gonna post those up i started today i've got one all about uh protecting from frost and uh just showing you how i did it um when we had some really cold temps here in october um it was kind of neat because the trellis system actually worked out to my favor uh it almost actually throwing a Throwing a tarp or, or a blanket over the conduit almost created a little tent all for that those plants. So, um, you'll see that that's on YouTube right now. I'm working on finishing up the post tonight. Uh, so, that's cool. You know, and then we've got some other things that are coming up too. This winter, it's going to be a lot of writing. I'm also going to get back onto that Growing Your Greens challenge. I know I've talked about it all year, but I'm actually going to do it. I've got some things I want to try. So, that'll be fun. Um, and I really do want to try to knock lettuce knock greens off the menu so we're going to really try that but uh, you know Instagram I'm posting a few times per day Facebook is growing it's kind of fun Um, I've also got two Facebook groups I've got the uh Small-scale gardening group, that is a group that is available for you. If you would like to share your story, that's really what it's there for, is to share your story, not just mine. Talk uh, about what you're doing uh, with your gardening, what – you know, what questions you might have, canning, food preservation, dehydrating, you know, whatever you got. It's really kind of fun. And the other site is a Minnesota, Wisconsin regenerative agriculture site on Facebook. I manage that as well. Um, I haven't talked about that much here, but it's uh, it's got about 80 people. And, uh, you know, we're talking about permaculture and and, again, some gardening stuff and and uh, ditches and ponds and, you know, that kind of – market gardening, that kind of stuff there. But um, I've been thinking and kind of pondering opening that topic up a little bit to be more um, focused on homesteading-type stuff, not just – plants but let's talk about some animals and let's talk about chickens let's talk about ducks and that kind of thing and I think regen ag is kind of in there too is kind of all mixed up in that but I don't know if people know what that is so homesteading does mean something and uh maybe some people would be interested in that if it's if the name has changed a little bit so it's something we're going to explore i'm talking to the members right now about that but those two sites are on facebook and i will approve you if you want to jump in there and share your stories that's great stuff um again we're on twitter instagram posting a couple times a day facebook also gets those posts um Got the Pinterest site, of course. Uh, If you want to be on the Small Scale Life podcast, send me an email at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com or. You know, put a comment up on smallscalelife.com and I do see all the comments. I do see emails and I will respond. If you've got something you want to say and you want to be a a guest on the podcast, it's all good. Or if you want to even, uh, you know, have a blog of your own and want to put a ghost article on or an article that you write, you want to put it on. I'm all good. That's that's great. Um let me know and we will do that. I I'm happy and more than happy to help people with their blogs. I was there. I know it's, it's hard. It's hard to start somewhere sometime. And sometimes you just need a shot. And sometimes, uh, you know, a site that's been around a little bit longer. If you get a, you know, you get an article and people get to know you, Hey, that's, that's a great way to build audience. So, um, yeah, this winter, it's going to be busy. We've got, uh, it'll be podcasting. It'll be writing new content. There's a lot that I really want to get down to some basics, um, on the gardening side. And then of course, well, the weight loss thing is always going on. Um, I really want to explore more of Kevin Geary stuff and really try that out and be the Guinea pig with that next year. Next year is going to be interesting from a gardening perspective. My garden is going away. <laughs> as hard as that is to say that. Uh, my three beds in the back are going to be uh, disassembled and taken up north. So I've got my first real um, garden build project coming. Those uh, those beds are going to be transferred up to my mom's place up in uh, northwestern Wisconsin. And I will be constructing those there and really uh, walking documenting all this and walking through how i'm building a garden from kind of scratch i'm also going to look at automatic watering systems or systems that can be hooked up with a hose to a pump right now my mom is dragging hoses all over the yard and it's just you know she's got different gardens spread all over the place Um, i would really like to minimize that work for her and put it all in one spot more on that later i've got plans i got ideas we also have to protect for deer. Um, deer up north have wings and they seem to be able to get into everywhere and eat everything, especially yummy vegetables. So, this is all spinning around in my brain as I'm um, thinking about how these beds are going to go on sloped ground and uh, going to have to deal with um, critters, going to have to deal with fencing, going to have to deal with watering systems. It's going to be fun really fun. And, uh, I've got some pictures when I was up there this summer, I was thinking about kind of walking through the, some ideas in my head on some blog posts and stuff too. It's always good to have a battle plan before we actually get into battle. Um, and I need to try out some watering systems before I get there to try out what my plan is. I'm not going to use soaker hoses. I'm going to use PVC pipes. Yes. PVC pipes. And uh, Greg Burns from Nature's Image Farm, he had an example on his um, on his YouTube channel. He had a hoop house, and was it was for his uh, it was serving as his brooder for his birds. And he had an example there of where I was going. Mittlitter growing method at GrowFood.com. They have a similar idea. Um, I will kind of be using their concept for the watering system. So um, more on that later, more on that later. I've got a lot of good ideas on that though. And uh, it'll be, it'll be going from ideas to execution. (laughs) Uh, In the meantime, uh, my friend Jay from compound or condo to compound at blogs.blogspot.com. He's also looking at property and if he gets his property, I'm going to be busy helping him out with his gardening projects. So that'll be fun. Um, as far as my gardening goes, did you think I would not have a garden next year? No, 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 no. i will have a garden next year. It's just going to be very small in scope and we're really going to be, um, I'll really be using the wicking garden and the hybrid rain gutter grow system and the vertical gardening or the vertical garden. Um, it'll be very reduced next year, very reduced. And, uh, I'm coming to grips with that as well, but it's all steps towards the end goal. And uh, if this is what we need to do, this is what we need to do. And uh, I will be, I will be scaling back and having a true small scale garden uh, out in the yard. And uh, I don't know how I feel about that right now. (laughs) It's all good. Um, But I won't have the tomatoes that I had this year. I won't have the I won't do potatoes. I will really be concentrated on, uh, greens, basil, herbs, and, uh, cucumbers, maybe, um, peppers. I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. I've got time to plan, but, um, yeah, that is going to be a fun project. Um, uh, you know, taking everything down, really focusing on some core things, and uh, getting ready for this bit move is going to be uh, a challenge. It's been four and a half, almost five years that we've been at this place. We've accumulated stuff, and it's going to be time to go full minimalism, right? And uh, and narrow things down. Get rid of things. Don't get rid of everything, because some things we might need in the future, but uh, really prioritize what we need and what we're going to be using in the future. So. Boy, with that, I have talked for almost an hour. Can you believe that? <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for hanging in there with me, and uh, thanks for being part of this, the small scale life story. Um, I've got a couple quotes here up on my, you know, up on my board, and uh, it's always something I look at every day. The first is: every time I followed the rules (in air quotes), it hasn't really worked out for me. So it's time to change the rules, right? And the second one is, your life is your message to the world. Make sure it inspires. That's good stuff, right? That is good stuff. Your life your life is your message to the world. Make sure it inspires. Or your small-scale life is your message to the world. Make sure it inspires. And that is truth. That is true. So keep liking the stuff. Keep following us here on Small Scale Life. Continue to learn, do, and grow. You guys have a great week. I'll be back with another podcast. We'll have a healthy lifestyle podcast this week and, uh, we've got some good stuff coming. So stay tuned, everybody. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for a year. It's been awesome. You guys are awesome. Again, make sure your small scale life is your message to the world. Make sure it inspires. Your small-scale life is your message to the world. Make sure it inspires. Continue to learn, do, and grow. We'll see you next time. This is Tom from Small Scale Life. Have a good day.